Alright guys, pictures up. Pictures up! Pictures up! That's roll sound. Rolling! Rolling! Sound speeds. Camera speeds. Two. Awesome. Take two. Mark. And action! Welcome to the Penn Cinema Podcast. Your behind-the-curtain connection for movie news and reviews. Now here are your hosts, Penn Ketchum and David Moulton. Oh, welcome to the show. I'm David Moulton. And I'm Penn Ketchum. <laughs> Take care. No. What's up? What's up? <laughs> you know what happened there? We need yeah. to explain to our listeners. Yeah. I threw my pen. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we like to bring a lot of energy to the show. Yeah. So we always like welcome everybody with like these like enthusiastic, you know, like yeah. we welcome you with our total energy. Mm. And sometimes the energy is too much <laughs> for anything that happens to be in our hand at the time. <laughs> so David's pen goes flying. He looks behind him. And then that prompts me to look behind myself. Because if it's not behind me, right. it must be behind you. Right. Where else could it be? Right. I mean, there's only right. two places. Yeah. Well, the problem was I was doing We People probably don't know. We right. talk with our hands. Right. And Naturally. We're over here being ecstatic. And I right. had my pen in my hand. And. Now it's somewhere else. A lot. <laughs> right. we, we know one place that it's not. In my hand. We've ruled out your hand. Yeah. <laughs> well, did you check your other hand? Okay. So okay, we, it's not there. We've ruled out both of David's hands. Yeah, yeah so it's definitely not in and now either of my hands. And now it's, <laughs> now it's somewhere else. Right. Yeah, definitively. <laughs> <laughs> so we got all distracted looking for David's mm. pen, and I lost the plot and tried to <laughs> tried to wrap up the show. Well, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> well that was good. <laughs> well, uh, what is this? Two hundred and some shows. Twenty one. Twenty one show. Twenty two. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's. I think I think it's pretty good. We got this far. <laughs> we always said if we made it right. to the 220s, <laughs> right. that's when we made it. Without messing up our intro. <laughs> right. You know. Not even <laughs> so once. It was bound to happen. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Man, all we, right. Well, you've been, you've been running all over the world these yeah. lately. Yeah. I was down in, um, well, I've been all over. Oh, my God. I was at the Outer Banks. What? I was in Cambridge, Maryland, competing, well, Let's not say competing. <laughs> I was in Cambridge, Maryland, participating oh. <laughs> in the half Ironman there, which took place last weekend. And um, yeah, I've been uh, like, we'll get to it at the end of the show. But you asked me, you know, you and I were catching up before the show started and you had a lot to share and that's great. And I'm always interested in what's going on with your life. And then you were like, well, what have you been up to? And I was like, I, I have no idea. You know what you should do? Mm. And this is purely, these things are made to motivate people. Yeah. But I just think, like, you would probably just kind of <laughs> enjoy doing it, no. even though you don't need the extra motivation because you're going to run anyway. Right. Have you seen those medals that they have for running where, where it's like, uh, like they have one for Lord of the Rings and it's, <laughs> you get a medal for like, if you run the distance to one place to the other. Okay. And it's like, it's like a medal for like, you've ran the distance of the Shire and then ah. it had, and each one has the ring, and you move the ring from one metal oh. to the other. So you get to till you get to Mordor. I have not seen that, but I will 
Yeah, they're like a little subscription thing. Definitely too. not check that out. I mean, yeah, definitely, definitely check that out. They have other ones, I'm sure. <laughs> like maybe something you're more interested in, but. Uh, how could I? <laughs> how could you? <laughs> Wait, more interested? <laughs> Remember how I was like, you'd like this thing, and then realized, no. No, he wouldn't. <laughs> I explained. I, so I saw, as you recall, mm. I saw Flash yeah, yeah. many weeks ago. Years, basically. And then this morning, mm. I watched it again yeah. with my buddy. And it was really funny because I explained something. Oh, you know how, well, we'll talk about the movie, but mm. there's one scene where the one Flash is chasing the other Flash, and one of them it has blue, and the other one is emitting a red streak. Yeah. And we were like, oh, well, I guess they're different colors, so you can tell them apart. And I said, no, I think it's because the blue guy's is suit doesn't dissipate the energy the way the correct suit does. And then I was like, oh my God, that was a Star Trek moment. <laughs> I was like, I can't be saying stuff like that. I'm a Star Wars guy. What are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> right. That's like some Star Trek shit right yeah. there. Yeah. I, I, I got the um, the lowdown on you on the way up here. I don't, know that, I don't know that happens. I know it happens every show. It bothers the hell out of me. <laughs> Mr. Manager's like, I got the, let me just tell you. Yeah. He's in a good mood. He came in early. He watched The Flash again <laughs> with the Ponsonator. Your water's up there. Let me know if you need anything. Yeah. See, see yeah. you later. <laughs> so you I got the lowdown. I love it. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's like going just to like into the big head honcho room and I should be like <laughs> shaking my boots right. every time. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Some people should. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. not you. No, 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 no. <laughs> I have definitely sat at this table and had unhappy conversations. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. Two hundred and twenty how many episodes? <laughs> All right, you ready to get Oh my please? God. Yeah, yeah. Get into it. There's not a whole lot this week. It's it's funny because we went two weeks with uh, thanks. We went two weeks with out doing a podcast, but there wasn't a lot of news. Again, we've been over this before, writer's strike and everything. Yep. Most of the, the news that's coming out is such and such has been pushed back, whatever, whatever. I don't think that's worth reporting on because it's going to change a million times. Right. So what's the point? Let's talk about it when the strike's over, uh, when things are. But here's what we've got. Uh, the Flashes, Andy Mushidi, Mushetti, Mushadi, Mushidi. Mucchietti. Mucchietti. Yeah. If Andy. you lean into the Italian accent, it's easier to pronounce. Right. I'm like Chris Pratt in Super Mario. Right. <laughs> Super Italian. <laughs> Andy Mucchietti. Mucchietti. He confirms that he's going to be helming the DCU's Batman movie, The Brave and the Bold. I love it. I, I know that I should know this. It's okay that you don't. I think this is one... Brave and the Bold is a story that features Batman and his biological son, Damian Wayne. Mm, we talked about this, right. Robin. Right. It's a and, newer story. And isn't this a different story? Isn't there a twist with the dad? The twist is, no, the twist, the, the kind of thing is that Batman didn't know he had a son mm. with uh, what, Talia Agul, which is Ross Agul's mm, daughter, who's yeah. had off and on. Right, and she's a baddie, but he still gets down right. to, to clown. Well, sure. You know, <laughs> that's what the that's why I have success with women. Right. I, I know the I know the I know the lingo. <laughs> down to, <laughs> to clown. clown. <laughs> yeah, 
<laughs> I'm never going to be the same at the circus <laughs> again. <laughs> give uh, give that one a try next time. I will. See, down the clown. When Amy gets home, I'll let her know. <laughs> yeah. What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. um, and so she, but she uses, like she, I guess rape might even be the right word. She steals his mm-hmm. stuff and mm-hmm. makes the baby without him knowing. Oh, gotcha. And uh, raises him till I think he's like 11 or something within the assassin clan. And then once he's like I think nine or 11, she's like, uh, yeah, it's your turn. <laughs> By the way, this <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, kid's a pain in the ass. He's trained as a killer. <laughs> right. He'll be fine as Robin. <laughs> right. Good luck. And so that's kind of like the, the thing of him like trying to temper him yeah. from being too brutal. And who's playing Batman in this one? Um, that stuff hasn't been released. It's not connected to the Batman. Okay. So it's a whole different thing. Yeah. It's okay. a whole different thing. Well, that's exciting. What if it's George Clooney? Yeah. What if? Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer. No, he won't be he's, Val Kilmer. No. Yeah. Uh, Nicholas Cage. Mm, he's Superman. All right, moving on with more DC news. This is like the guys have been talking it up this week because of the Flash. Right. <clears throat> Blue Beetle. Um, I love how you refer to all these people who are at the top of the movie industry, hmm. like your pals at the pizza shop. <laughs> like you get home and you're like, oh, hey, yeah. the guys are talking about the Blue Beetle a lot this week. Yeah, you, know, like, you would not believe. Yeah, well, I don't God. know. I mean, <laughs> the guys are going on and on about the Blue Beetle. When you travel the circles, I do. Right. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> trying to get a slice. Yeah. You know, and guns like, oh my God, the Blue Beetle, the Blue Beetle. I'm like, dude, my man. Like, I don't even know if this is the place I want to get my slice from. Right. Is it good enough? <laughs> so. Blue Beetle will be the first official <laughs> character of the new DC universe. James Gunn confirms this. Is this the Blue Beetle that's due to come out in a few weeks? Yes. And what you're saying is he's drawing a line in the sand. Yeah. And he's saying that from the Blue Beetle on, it's the new. we will take responsibility for all these it's characters. It's a little bit muddy on if the Flash that's is what I'm getting at. with it. Because the Flash feels like part of the new world. Because it retcons everything shazam yeah felt like definitely felt like sort of a hangover like a uh, leftover. A, right a leftover yeah. and and so you're saying the what does retcon mean because i heard that used this morning um it it means like when you retcon something it's like reboot is another way of mm. like when you take an established thing and you change it up but you don't completely change it yeah so like comic books retcon a lot that's like the flashpoint in the comics world was a retcon because it changed, allowed them to take all their old stories that were from like the, like the old Batman, which was like what sixties or whatever, fifties, yeah. and then just pretend that those stories happened in like the nineties, mm. and that's basically the okay. retcon. Okay, gotcha. So, all right, so yeah. Blue Beetle draw a line in the sand and start counting DCU the same way, or not counting, um, judging. I gotta be, I gotta be a hundred percent on you for this one. Blue Beetle visually looks like fun, but I don't know if it will be. Fun. I mean, that's what I was thinking. Like, yeah. I was thinking the same thing, and I was thinking like to be the first one out. It's surprising. If I was James Gunn, I feel like I would almost like downplay it. Yeah, you well, know, we're I mean? in the pipeline before. Oh like, yeah, 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 yeah. No, this is. This, I mean, yeah, it's ours, but it's not really ours. Yeah, you know, you know. And then I'd look on the calendar and be like, all right, well, you know, because <laughs> Aquaman's coming up too, and that's supposed to be pretty bad. <laughs> David, 
Give it a chance. No, but that's that, no. They, they moved it because it was it was I like know. it was doing so poorly. I know. And now there there's talk of like, is it? Because I was just talking to some of the guys in the concession this morning. You travel in circles with like James Gunn and Andy Muschietti, yeah. and I travel in circles with like my boy Noah Darling. Whoa. You know, and Nolan. You know, yeah. and these these guys are and Brookie. These guys are on the cutting edge. Right. Right. And so they're telling me they're not positive that Aquaman, and this is coming straight from the Penn Cinema concession stand back room. No way. No, it's true. And they're telling me they're not even sure Aquaman's going to open in December, which leaves Willy Wonka as the big Christmas movie. I think it'll do better either way. Yeah. 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 Well, I got, okay, we're done. We, we're almost done with the news, but there's some in house news we need to talk about. Hit me. Right? Two big things have been getting questions for our left, right, center, oh up, down. Oh, my God. Up, down, all over. Up, down, turn around. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Question, the, we'll go start with the, the easy one. Question the first. The one that's not, not quite as big as this. Gotcha. The question is, what's up with the subtitles on random trailers? It's a mistake. Okay. I fixed it this morning. Boom. Done. Done. It, yeah. Yeah. Because some people were like, are we seeing... Right, because that's that's what happened to me. Yeah, I, I ran the flash this morning, and I was like, "Wait a minute, yeah, this is not." So some people meaning both you and me. It's not. Right. We're like, "Wait, did we? Is this the?" What? I mean, it's fine if it is, right? But I wasn't expecting it. Right. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so that's that. Okay, the second one. Bigger. This is big. This, this is, is this yeah. Is, this is huge. I love being live on the Pensano podcast, yeah, and David's across from me with a question that I have no idea what could have been. Yeah, it's it's huge. All right, hit me. And this this is crazy because yeah. when I walked out of here last time, it wasn't like this. Oh, and then I walked in like I don't even know. Right, and it like, was. And it was. Yeah. Boom. And ever since then, everyone yeah wants is to know like, what's up. What's where's the freestyle stoneman? Right. Right. What happened? Mm. Mm. What happened? And I'm like, these ones make their own ice, and that's probably like ninety percent of it. Well, that's a big part. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I mean the it's it's like a lot of things. Like it's. Um, Freestyle Coke, for whatever reason, mm. and I don't, I'm not judging, mm. but just a fact of life, Coke is out of control with their pricing on freestyle product. Mm. So you sell Coke out of a Coke machine, and it's one thing. You sell Coke out of a freestyle Coke machine, it's a whole nother ballgame. It's almost like they think that we're getting a premium for selling Coke out of a freestyle machine. Mm. So our contract for the freestyle from when we installed it was up. And it was time to consider whether or not we wanted to renew it, which Coke sort of felt like, oh, well, of course you're going to renew it because it's going to be a big hassle. So they feel like they sort of have you trapped. Yeah. But as you know, <laughs> nobody puts Penny in a corner. That's right. 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 I mean, I'm just saying, like, yeah. like I do not play, I do not, like, I do not play that trap game, mm. you know? So, um, yeah. So Drew and I met and, and discussed and, and crunched a shit ton of numbers oh. and... Um, yeah, it, we had to spend some money to convert it back to the regular Coke machines, but and the ice machines are part of that equation. It helps. Um, yeah, so are you, um, and I'm podcast at pencinema.com if you have an opinion, like, is this a big deal or just a point of curiosity? Everyone I talk to is like, oh, I like the freestyle. Me, personally, never like the freestyle. Yeah. I think this is probably not true, but yeah. to me, I've always thought the soda tastes better out of out of like how you have it now. Right, because it's good old-fashioned syrup, water, yeah. CO2, done. Yeah. And the other thing that we noticed, and the, again, this is anecdotal, but it went into the decision-making process, is a lot of times people would stand there and not know what to do. 
Yeah. You know, and then it, then you, now you have a line at the Coke machine, right. you know, it's a busy Saturday night. Some, uh, you know me, David. Yeah. I'm never one to speak ill of my customers. Right. I love my customers, every single one of them. Right. But some of them are brighter than others. <laughs> right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And the ones that are not on the high end of the brightness scale, right? They stand in front of a freestyle machine. It could be five minutes. You know, it's a lot of choices. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so whatever. I also noticed that they're still uh, self serve. They're still self-serve. Which yeah. is which is cool. But like it's it's funny to see how like you know, you've been around when you've been around this stuff for a long time, yeah. like how the industry changes. Like right. ten years ago, unimaginable. Right. To have to be able to serve yourself Absolutely. at the movie theater yep. like that. And that's the other thing is like freestyle allowed you a infinite number of combinations of flavors. Mm-hmm. But People don't use infinite numbers of combinations of flavors. <laughs> now, some Speak people for <laughs> some people like to mix, yeah, you yeah. know, but you can still do that. Right. You can mix your Sprite with your orange or your orange with your Coke, or you can fill up part Coke and part Diet Coke, which is a popular combination. Mm. Like, like whatever, you can still do that. Like the, the basic sort of combinations. Yeah. So we, and again, this, this statement is anecdotal, but we felt as though there was definitely a portion of our audience that did not like the freestyle. Mm-hmm. They liked the simple, get the cup, here's my soda, in the movie. Right. You know? So yeah, so yeah, that happened. Cool. It was, it was so fast. It was like, if, I don't know if it was an overnight thing or I just didn't notice, but I felt like I was here to record. I came to see a movie the next day and I was like, wait, what? You must not have noticed. I must not have noticed. Because it took a couple days. Okay, yeah, yeah. I must but also it's it's ironic. Like, have you ever heard the expression, like, it takes 20 years to become an overnight success? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, like, that couple days that it took to get that squared away, Drew and I, and mostly Drew, you know, been planning that for months. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. like weeks and weeks and weeks. Finally, we're like standing in the lobby, admiring it. It's done. We're it's happy. Done. We we're it. like, oh my god, isn't you this guys great? Are, like, in front of the <laughs> right? Cue the music. You know, <laughs> roll the credits. I do. We can do it. <laughs> <laughs> I never doubted you. <laughs> so All yeah. Right. Well, that's that's the in-house news. What's um, the last big news? There's there's one more piece of in-house oh, news. No. Oh my gosh, it's interesting. Oh, this, this is this is what I thought you were. This is where I thought you were going. Well, I guess there's another one. What's that? July 29th will be live. Oh yeah, at Complete and Box. I can't wait. Twelve year anniversary. I gotta tell you too. Something came up. You know, and oh. what's what's the date? July 29th. Nope. Sorry, buddy. Busy. I am be live. I am busy. That shit is marked on the calendar on the fridge at home. It's marked on my work calendar and what? it's in my phone. No chance. No chance. No chance I'm going to no get double Jose's. booked on 729. All right. right. So the piece of in-house news. Yeah, so yeah. what what we're talking about on July 29th yeah. is you and me right. recording the show me and you. live. Yeah. Now, could people come and like ask us questions and like be there? Or are we just going to like be behind a glass box doing our thing? Well, I don't think there's going to be a place to sit, but you're welcome okay. to stand around and, and, and listen and watch and watch and give questions. We'll yeah. interact for sure. Um, but so it's, we're not going to have guests, but you could like, we'll, we'll probably have some papers if you wanted to like hand us a question or text right. us a question or yeah. something. Yeah. And, and the mics will probably pick up if you're, yeah, if you yeah. want to chat to us or whatever, but, um, it is a, a huge, every year they do it. It's a huge celebration. Like they bring in other vendors that set up outside. There's music, 
uh, they do crazy sales. So if you're into nice. any like pop culture thing, comic books, movies, video games, I'm all about pop collect- culture. Collectible toys. These guys got it all. Damn. Spencer over at Complete Box, man. He knows what's going on. My boy. Yeah. So. All right. So that's exciting. Yeah. I cannot wait for that. Yeah. The other thing that's happening in July. Okay. Now, are you following this? Did you read about this? I don't know if I I I saw this one. Yeah. This is regarding our current most anticipated movie of the summer, Mission Impossible 7, Dead Reckoning Part 1. Part one. Right, which I think you and I have agreed is likely the biggest movie of the year. Could be, yeah. I mean, it may or may not. If it if it if it is not the biggest movie of the year, it's number two or three. Right. Right. I mean yeah, it's yeah, one for of sure, for, for sure. sure one of the biggest it's movies of the our, year. This year's Top Gun. Right. This year's Top Gun. Opens on July eleventh. Mm-hmm. Do you know what day of the week July eleventh is? I'm gonna guess that it's a weekday. It happens to fall on a Tuesday. <gasps> now, why they're opening a big, gigantic new movie on Tuesday is beyond me. But that's not what I'm announcing. Mm. What I'm announcing, which has been on sale for a couple of days now, if you're a Penn Cinema regular, then you know Tuesdays are seven dollar Tuesdays. Oh my gosh! Well, unless there's a big new opening. Yeah. Uh, or not. Wait, what? What? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm telling you. You're still doing the $7. We have cleared it with Paramount. We got the blessing. In in fact, I'll go so far as to say we got their support. Really? And we are opening. Now, this does not apply to IMAX. Okay. But it never, Tuesday never applies to IMAX. Right. IMAX is IMAX seven days a week, period. But in the regular buildings, which are massive, gorgeous presentations, full Mm. theatrical, where where you and I normally see movies. Yeah. $7 $7 ticket for opening day of Mission Impossible. Passable. Mission Impossible. Impossible. Impassable. <laughs> Mission Impossible. Dead Reckoning Part 1 opens at Penn Cinema, all three locations. Wow. $7 ticket. That's big news. That is big news. What if they buy them ahead of time? Still $7. Yeah? Yeah. Now you buy them online, you're going to pay, what is it, a buck fifty or 2 yeah. bucks or whatever that still. is. But still, it's a $7 ticket. Yeah. I, I'm pretty psyched about it. I'm, I'm, that's an understatement. I'm really psyched about that's it. That's hype. I think it's going to be so fun. We're even staying up late. We have like an 11 p.m. show, which, as you know, is way later than we would be open on a Tuesday. Because Joel and I think this is going to be like opening like the Avengers or Star Wars or, you know what I mean, like something. it's going to be huge. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. So $7 tickets for the opening day of the biggest movie of the year, summer movie. That's crazy. Yep. That's awesome. Wow. Speaking of July. This last bit of Even news. More. This last bit of news is not Penn Cinema specific, and it's also not really news. Mm. I would just like to share an observation. Yeah. And I am by no means the first person to make this observation. But earliest projections of movies have come out. So, in other words, you look at the summer titles and people are starting, you know, it starts months before a movie comes out that people start right. projecting, oh, it's going to make 80 million, 50 million, 120 million, blah, blah, blah. Nine times out of ten, you don't start looking at those projections until later. Right. Projections for Barbie are coming out. Mm, I saw this. Now, the first, the first, what do I want to say? Conflict is the wrong word. The first showdown is Mission Impossible versus Oppenheimer. Because Mission Impossible opens July 11th, as we just discussed. And then Oppenheimer opens on July 21st. And July 21st happens to be... So in other words, Mission Impossible is coming off of IMAX screens 10 days into the run, which is crazy. 
but Universal and Paramount have been literally like fighting and outmaneuvering and, and like mm. it's this whole big dramatic showdown. So Universal, which is opening Oppenheimer, has their hands full facing off against Mission Impossible, two of the biggest big screen movies of the summer. Yeah. But wait, there's a new combatant entering the ring. <laughs> We've all known mm-hmm. that on July 21st, Oppenheimer opens and also Barbie opens. What is becoming clear is that Barbie may in fact give Oppenheimer the run for taking that weekend. That's crazy. The current projections have Barbie outgrossing Oppenheimer. Christopher Nolan's Oppenheimer. And what makes this so ironic is that Barbie is released by Warner Brothers, Mm -hmm. which Christopher Nolan recently left because he disagreed with with how they were handling HBO and streaming services. So now Christopher Nolan is fighting Paramount on one hand, and also fighting his old nemesis at Warner Brothers. So it's an incredibly like dramatic, it's not just two unrelated people, you know, both yeah. with big movies coming out. There's a storyline on July 21st, and frankly, I'm on the edge of my seat. Somebody should make a movie about what happens in the next eight weeks. I got a hot take for you. Hit me. I'm not saying that the movie's going to be bad uh, by any means. No, no, no. Like opinion on that. It's probably going to be amazing. But I don't think Oppenheimer performs that well. I just I just don't have, I have, I mean, you know, I'm down in the trenches sometimes. Well, unless you're getting pizza, with James, getting pizza with James Gunn. Right. I'm up in the upper echelon. But see, that's trenches. what's so great about you, because you travel all different circles. Right. It's nothing I mean, for you to dine with James Gunn one day and then be down in the trenches with right. the regular folk the yeah, next day. But if you're in the middle, forget it. I don't no, care about you. No. Right. Right. I have heard no, not negative talk, but no hype for right. Oppenheimer at all. It's Oppenheimer is a fall movie. Yes. And should not be. It's a November s- movie. Yeah. Because it's something you go see when it's cold out. You're like, oh, let's go see this movie, like thought provoking. Yeah. Whereas you got Mission Impossible. You're looking for crazy, exciting. It's summer. It's hot out. Let's get her. Let's get going. You want funny? You got Barbie, right, right there. Like those two are going to dominate, and Oppenheimer's going to fall way off. And by the way, you're still going to have Joyride, Indiana Jones. Yeah. You know, you're still going to have all those There's titles. A lot of competition. Yep. Elementals will. Elemental will still be playing. And here's my other thing. Hit me. Do you feel that maybe the name Christopher Nolan doesn't mean as much as it did? Here's what I think. I think the name. Did he do Ambulance and like nobody saw that? I think the name Chris. Ambulance. Didn't he do that movie? No, that. I don't think so, but maybe. Wasn't that. Yeah, I thought he just did that Ambulance movie with Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, I remember the movie. I thought that was him, and it was like weird that it was him. Could be. Um, I will say this. Michael Bay did Ambulance. Okay. I will say this. It's bad that I thought they were the same person. It is. I will say this. Outside this, I will say. About that? About that. <laughs> Let me say this about that. <laughs> All right. Outside, if you're not a regular, if you're not a movie guy. Yeah. I use the term unisexually. Mm, or, okay. Or whatever the correct, you know. Yeah. Uh, no gender relation. If you're a movie person, yeah, being. Like if you're a movie being, yeah, then I'll bet Christopher Nolan means something to you. I'll bet you you like his movies. You know. Yes. 
Christopher Nolan outside of movie beings. Who? Who? What? Now, let's have the same conversation about Tom Cruise. Everybody knows Tom Cruise. Yeah. Most everybody likes Tom Cruise, regardless of whether or not they're a movie being. Yeah. Okay, let's have a third conversation. Mission Impossible. Mm. Everybody knows Mission Impossible. Yeah. Everybody likes Mission Impossible, regardless of whether or not they're a movie being. Right. Let's have a fourth conversation. Barbie. That's so weird. I saw the trailer for it, and it was funny. Right. Right. They remember it. Right. Okay. So anyway, all of this to say, it's going to be a fascinating weekend. Yeah. And I think, I, I trust, when you tell me the projections for Barbie are ahead of Oppenheimer, I buy it. Yeah. 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 And that's all the news fit to print. What? Oh. <laughs> that was, a, that was oh. the double-double. Yeah. Which way, which way <laughs> to go? I didn't, what, hands are all over What's the place. even happening here? <laughs> We've got, I practiced that I, all week. All week. Yeah. And now you can go home and be like, let me show you how down the clown Droop. I really am. <laughs> gotcha. Okay, good. That was, that was good. <laughs> all right. We got a bunch of trailers uh, this week. Some of them were great. Some were really good. Some. Some. Not so much. Yeah. Some were just there. Let's start off with Elio. Elio? I'm going to say Elio. 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 But I, uh, we're going to have to. I bet you the mom said it when he called. Yeah, probably. And we forgot what she said. If she said Elio or Elio. I thought it was crazy that Pixar has a movie that just came out and already has a new trailer. Because I used to feel like Pixar like had a mm. break. Right. Well, I think they got a lot done during COVID. I could be wrong on that, but that's what I thought when I, oh, so what you're alluding to is the fact that this Disney Pixar movie comes out in the spring of 24, yeah, which is in like five minutes. Right. Uh, I'll also say maybe Pixar's also fallen off the horse for me. It used to be Pixar had a, had a movie. Now, I don't know if you know this or not, Penn. But I turned 40 last year. I remember. So it was, maybe. It was traumatic for everybody. Yeah, that has something to do with right, it. Right, right. But <laughs> these cartoon kid movies are, don't have the same appeal that they used to. I maybe, 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 maybe. Let's yeah. Don't get carried away. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Hypothesis. Right. Further study needed. So you're aging out of children's animated TV shows at the age maybe. or movie maybe yeah. at the age of 40. How old are you going to be when you start aging out of like adolescent, you know? <laughs> like that's 60 or 70, yeah, you know. Like that's get ready. elderly David. Yeah, contact the news. I can't wait to meet elderly David. Oh my god, that's going to be so fun. I think I'm an adult. He said at 93. Right. Right. <laughs> oh my god. All right. So Elio um Story of a boy who gets abducted by accident. This is my trailer of the week. Really? I'm I'm saying that I had I did not share your hesitation. I was excited. It made me laugh. It made me invest. I want to learn more about the kid. I want to see what the problem is. I love the subtle comedy of like the all the aliens are referring to him as the leader of of um, uh, Earth because they ask him, you know, what planet are you from, and he pauses and he goes, uh, Earth. So then for the rest of the trailer, they refer to him being from uh, Earth. Yeah. It, just little thing. I thought it was cute. I, yeah. I'm totally on board with the kid. Like, I, I, I can't wait. I thought it was fine. 
why is he missing an eye? Like we, we need to know, Yeah. you know, what's the, how does he get back to his mom? We need to know like what happens to her. We need to know all these other alien people. Like they, where do they come from? Why? Right. Why do they hit like her? this trailer hooked me? Like I'm psyched. Mm. And I know the animation is like similar. I've been complaining the last few animated movies that I don't like the current modern style of animation. I don't like the look of of uh, <laughs> Elemental. I didn't like the look of some other titles that are floating out there. Yeah. Um, this definitely looks like modern animation, like something from 2024, but somehow I liked it better. Like somehow it appeal. it's more appealing to me. Interesting. I'm on board. Yeah, this is my trailer of the week right there. No suspense. I'm right off the bat, right out of the gate, Elio. Wow. Um, this is interesting because right after that, we've got another alien movie. Right. Called Landscape with Invisible Hand, which doesn't make sense title-wise. This movie, mm-hmm. I found the premise of it quite interesting, mm-hmm. but the execution mm-hmm. not as interesting. Indeed. The premise is... I guess these weird-looking, goofy-looking aliens came to Earth and revolutionized Earth, but also kind of, like, created a society where they're, like, the rich and famous are the aliens. Aliens control all the money. So people will wear these little devices and project their lives to the aliens as their entertainment. A la Truman Show, except that there's no fake world. It's just your life. Right. And these two, these two kids, they're like, well, romance sells, so let's pretend to be in love. Mm. And then they get called out for not being in love. And the alien's like, well, they call them in and they're like, well, you know, you have to pay us back or your family's in debt for the next six generations right. to us. So the premise, apparently it's based off a book. And I was like, I'd probably read that book. Yeah. But don't give me your yes. Well, uh, no, I'm not. You're not going to read I'm the book. I'm not saying that I would read the book. <laughs> yeah, yeah, come on. <laughs> I'm, I'm agreeing, yeah, you should read You're the book. Right. Yeah, okay, and then thanks. tell me how it goes. Right. <laughs> and then I'll wait for them to make it into Wait a minute. Uh, oh, it's the, right here. The trailer already exists. They made it into a movie. The, like, downvotes on, on uh, Joe Blow for this movie were pretty hard. Yeah. So. I agree. What I was agreeing with... with when I so cavalierly just blurted out, yeah, <laughs> was that it's an interesting premise. What I will say I liked a lot about it, first of all, I love Tiffany Haydish. Yeah. And I thought that the two actors playing the young couple were compelling. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, I'm going to give this movie a chance. Um, I forget who's releasing it. I'm not sure it's going to make it to Penn Cinema, but right. um, the, I think the movie stands a chance because of the actors. But I agree with you. It looks kind of clumsy and we'll see. Next, we have a movie that I played in the background because <laughs> I knew I wasn't going to be into it. Because uh, it give you bad dreams. Because I didn't want the baddie dreams. Right. I wanted to sleep. It was <laughs> called Cobwebs. Yeah. And it's about spooky times. <laughs> That's all you need <laughs> That's to know. All I know is there's some spooky times. They told the little boy to go to sleep, and then the majority of this trailer is yeah. the parents telling the kid to stop having nightmares. Right. Now, anyone who has ever told a kid. Anyone who has ever dealt with a kid who is having nightmares understands you can't just tell them not to have nightmares. But apparently you can, well, according to Lionsgate. Yeah. <laughs> so what I want to take away from this trailer, if you're into horror movies, mm. watch the trailer. And then 
watch a trailer and tell me if you agree with this statement. This movie has very, very serious vibes from Jack Nicholson's The Shining. Oh. Have you ever seen The Shining? Yeah. yeah. This movie, rem- the, the boy in it reminds me a lot of Danny. And then there's a lot of like creepy people standing in the hallway. You know, there's a lot of confusion about what's real and what's the dream. You know, there's all this. Mm. Now the plot and everything, it's, it has, it's totally unrelated. It's not, I'm just saying it, it visually, it gives me that vibe. Yeah. yeah. Even though it doesn't take place in a hotel. I'm a, it's like with Peter yeah. Brown, I'll have to tell us. Yeah. You'll see it for yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah. I might watch it. You ready for my runner up of trailer of the week? Oh God. Don't say it. It's runner-up. Okay. Because I have a... My runner-up could have been my trailer of the week. Like, it would have been a close... It's a very close second. Mm. But my runner-up is not Expend Four Bulls. It's not Expend Four Bulls? No. Four Bulls? That's how we have to say it. Expend Four Bulls. Expend Four Bulls. Yeah. Yeah. Expendables 4 or Expend Four Bulls? Expend Four Bulls. Because they replaced the right. A with the number. Oh, they're just so clever. They, they are. Ah. Wait. I looked at it. I was like, wait. Oh, is that a is four? It, in the... Ah! <laughs> Crazy. Um, this definitely looks like they're, again, slightly gearing up to the all-female cast, but they're not ready to let go <laughs> yet. I like how when they list the cast, at the end it says, and Jason Statham and Sylvester Stallone. Right. Well, that, when you do that, that means that they're higher, uh, whatever, tier, they get paid more. I'm not sure that's still what that means because what I think it, what I always thought it meant was like that they have a in, have a smaller role because like the stars are the first listed. Oh, maybe I thought that when the, when the credits rolled, the people where it says "and" were usually the higher tier. No, because I don't think so. Maybe relatively speaking, like maybe everybody's getting the same paycheck, but these guys are only in the movie for five minutes. Okay. I could be wrong on that, but I I always felt like it was somebody whose name is big enough that they need to be, they need like some, some talent agent negotiated a shout out in the credits. Or, yeah. <laughs> Ew, this movie stars all these people. And shout out to Stallone. What's up, my boy? You didn't know. Here he is. <laughs> right. So I don't know. I, I don't know what it means. But anyway, go on. This You're saying Expendables 4. Yeah. Expendables is your second, or is your trailer of the week. No, no. No, runner up. Runner up. All right, then I know your trailer of the week. Okay. 100%. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, um, I don't know. It Like, you know. Expendables are a guilty pleasure for me. Sure. And, and this one, I'm kind of like, I'll see it. Like, I've seen the others. Like, I'm not going to stop now. Yeah. And it looks just like the other Expendables, but they're, again, looks like they're gearing up to have a, a female-led, but they're not quite ready to let go right. completely and let them fully have it. most unbelievable thing of the Expendables at this point uh, is not the old guys who are crazy, amazing action stars that keep popping up out of nowhere. It's the fact that Jason Statham and Megan Fox are a couple. That doesn't seem like real, mm. age-wise. Right. <laughs> like, right. So right. just age-wise alone, right. <laughs> it doesn't seem. But you know, whatever. Um, this movie reminded me of a cheap version of Fast and Furious. Yeah. Like this movie, the trailer made me appreciate what we have with Fast and Furious. Mm. There you go. Yeah. Well, now for my trailer of the week. Sympathy for the devil. Stop. Yeah. 
What you? What do you think it was? Either the lesson or poor things. Mm. I know how you love a period piece. Yeah, but sympathy for the devil. Okay, talk to me about this one because I did. I liked this trailer. I, I didn't have it anywhere near my top, but I appreciated this trailer. Um, what was that movie uh, with? Oh shoot! Oh, Lisa Bonet. Um, it might have been called. Um, it was in the eighties, like late eighties, and she. There's a devil. I, I don't. I don't um, uh, it's not angel. I'll come back to you. Okay. But it turns out the main character is the devil. Well, I was wondering if this was connected to the Sympathy Four series, the Sympathy for uh, Lady Vengeance, Sympathy. I don't think it is, but there are like Japanese movies that have been remade or Korean movies that have been remade that are fantastic. Like Old Boy mm. is one of them. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but the premise of this is a guy's going to the hospital. His wife's giving birth, and he gets stopped or something, but. Nicholas Cage winds up in his car with him, and Nicholas Cage is being the most Nicholas Cage ever, <laughs> right. which is so good. I don't know. I love it. The movie I'm thinking of is called Angel Heart. Okay. It came out in 1987. If you haven't seen, this is a very scary thriller, mm. and it has these similar vibes. Mm. Okay, so Nicholas Cage is... It's, it's basically like Collateral. Right. If Collateral was super hyper insanely violent. Right. And... But it turns out that Nicolas Cage apparently has some sort of outing for the driver guy, and he doesn't know why. And he's kind of like a revenge. He's like, I'm out to get you for what you did. And he's like, I don't know what I did. Don't pretend you don't know what I did. And he's like, you got me confused with somebody. He's like, how could I? You don't even know who I'm looking for. Right. You know? And, Yeah. The guy says, I'm not who you think I am. And Nicolas Cage says, how could that be? I never told you who I think you are. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So don't we think it's going to turn out Nicolas Cage is the devil? Uh, maybe. Or maybe he's doing the devil's bidding. I think I think you're taking devil too literal. I think. Well, there the, was one point where it seemed like he had a power. And it says the devil's in the details. Yeah. It could be. It could be. Maybe he made a deal with the devil. Right. And he's coming to collect. Right. Now you're talking about Jacob's. No, that's Angel. That's the plot of Angel Heart. Oh. But also, I was thinking about Jacob's Ladder, which you know, the entire with Tim Robbins, the entire movie takes place in the la, in the guy's last moment. Yeah. Yeah. This is this is the premise of this movie, Sympathy for the Devil, starring Nicolas Cage, um, is really interesting. I, I agree with that. It's funny you talk. So have you heard about the theory that Greece is that way to, as well? No. That in the beginning, you know, they sing yep. about how he saved her from drowning. She actually drowns, and the rest of the movie, the movie, is her imagining her life, and that's why at the end, when she accepts her fate, she they fly off in the car. Huh? Is that she's died at peace? Yeah, that's fascinating. Yeah. Um, the we got to share the best line from this whole trailer. The the Nicholas Cage jumps in the car, and the guy says. I'm having a family emergency. And Nicolas Cage says, I'm your family emergency <laughs> now. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> so, so that's, good. That's a great line. It's delivered perfectly. Uh, the next one we have here, and I can understand why you would think this would be, because it's just, it, it, the thing is, it's almost too quirky for me. Right, and that's why it was not my trailer of the week, but it's a very close second. Poor things. Emma Stone is... Mark Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo, William Defoe. William Defoe. Def oh yeah, 
Yeah. William Defoe's brother. Right. Right. <laughs> well, what's interesting about this? I don't. Yeah. Did, did you? I don't know if you read. They want. They tried to get William to six to do it, and but he was busy. Yeah, so he he declined. So they fall fell back two brothers to William Defoe. Right. Nobody yeah. talks about seven. So he's in prison. Right. Because well, everybody's scared of seven. Yeah, William to seven, eight, eight, um, nine. <laughs> <laughs> I got that. I knew where you were going before you even started. <laughs> oh, jeez. Okay. Poor, um, poor things. Let's start again. Yeah. So uh, Emma Roberts Stone. Emma Stone. <laughs> Emma from the book Emma, <laughs> she plays a Frankenstein type monster made by William Defoe, and uh, she's kind of learning how to be alive. Quirky things happen. I think this movie looks great. I can't wait to see it. It's being distributed by Searchlight. It looks visually insanely cool. Yeah, there's a. It does. It was not released with a. Um, I don't think anyone's going to see this movie. It, it doesn't have a release date. Yeah. I will see this movie, and I will book this movie in theater one at Penn Cinema Lidditz. I'll tell you that right now. One place. Yep. Yeah. It's going to be small. I think it's going to be small. I mean, I could be wrong. I think it looks fantastic, but I just it's one of those things. It's like it feels like a hard draw. Yeah. No, I think you're right. Uh, the next one we have is a movie that barely qualified like, <laughs> for our list this week called Till Death Do Us Part, um, which I thought was going to be one thing, then turned out to be another thing, and neither of them excited me. Two people are about to get married, and I was like, oh, they're going to get pulled apart, but then the wife's to be the bride's like, hey, I don't want to get married, and then all of a sudden they're like, well, turns out we're an organization of killers and you were with us and there's no getting out. So we're coming cause you're getting married. So she has to kill all of them. So she has to kill all of them. Does she have to stab one of them in the private parts? Probably. Yeah, definitely. She More does. She's got to do a lot of fighting. You probably. obviously didn't watch this trailer closely. Um, I mean, I saw that she was fighting in her wedding dress and yep. that is important. Yeah. Key detail right yeah. there. So I don't know. I think I thought this movie looked dumb, but, uh, yeah, I, I thought it looked all right. Like, I, I would not classify this as a throwaway movie. We saw, what, what was the plot? Um, what was that movie we saw a few years ago where it takes place in a family home and it's like the night before the wedding and it's like hide and seek, but then they kill oh, each other. Uh, it might be called hide and seek. It was, was it called hide and seek or, or find me now or something like that? It yeah. was, that was really good. Yeah. yeah. This looked like a less good version of that. Right. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, the last one we have here is The Lesson, which is a Bleecker Street. I saw the Bleecker Street logo, and I'm like, put it down. This, put gonna be, this is going to be my number one. Book it. And then halfway through, I was like, it's still going, huh? guess this trailer is just going to keep on riding. It might be good, though. It might just be a bad trailer. What's the lesson? Uh, the lesson is a guy who's a writer, son died somehow. Another guy who's a writer wants to write about him, but he has to pretend that he's not there to write about him because they don't talk about his son. And so he's living with the family as an apprentice or something, but he, he's secretly writing and things happen. And then it's going to turn out that they... They killed the son or something. It's going to turn out that they wait for the visitor to finish his book and then they kill him. And they publish his and book. And they publish his book as their own. Yeah. It's true. I didn't think about 
the movie looks good. Rinse, repeat. Like, yeah. I'll definitely watch this movie, but, yeah. you know, we'll see. It reminded me of, um, uh, God. Us. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that's all the trailers for this week. Now, let's move on to the big chit-chat. Now, we could do, I mean, I was going to put it as a double review, but then I think I'm just going to talk about my other movie. Okay. What you were doing. Okay. What you were reading. Since you didn't see it. Right. Correct. Yeah. So let's get into the flash. Spoiler talk. We're not, let's, not, let's not even play around. The whole review is spoilers. Spoilers. Yeah. So if you want to skip over this. Don't. Don't. Just. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to skip over this, then shame on you for not having seen the movie yet. Right. Come exactly. on. Which I don't. Here's what surprised me. I saw it on Friday night and I saw it in er, like an earlier show. But the theater wasn't nearly as full as I was expecting. Right. Are you finding that it's not as getting the not getting the draw that was anticipated, or is it that there's just so many options? Well, it's both. Okay. I mean, the reason why your theater might let's say it had 15 people is because there were so many options. Mm-hmm. But there were so many options. Like normally, like we've you've you've experienced that before, where you're like, oh, Penn, it, it wasn't very crowded, and I'm like, that's because there were 23 shows a day of it. Right. What I would say is the Flash was doing, you know, had had a ton of show times, and let's say there's 15, 16 people in the theater. We would have expected 30 or 40 people. Right. You know what I mean? So, so definitely, a, like, there's no. It's a tricky situation because it underperformed. Yeah. But it also did really well. You know what I mean? So I think it's it's definitely suffering from um, not living up to the hype, despite the fact that from a business point of view, it's doing great. Not living up to the business hype. The business hype. Yes. Right. Not. I don't want to say. That's not say the movie's not living. Right. Up right. To the, oh, absolutely. Yeah. It, but it's it's. I found it shocking considering Spider Man was. It, it, I've seen it twice. It's so full. Yeah. Every time. Well, and now that's a great example of a movie that because of the Flash and Elemental, mm-hmm. which took up a lot of screens, Spider-Man sounded like five or six, maybe seven shows a day. Okay. You know, so you have seven shows instead it's of 18. crowded right. as a result. Right. Yeah. So our number one movie was a Flash. Number two was Elemental. Number three was Spider-Man. Number four was Little Mermaid. Number five was Transformers. Okay. Exactly what you would expect. Yeah. Um, I got to say, Penn, this movie, like... It had it had hard hype, not just from you, mm. just like around, yeah, coming out of CinemaCon, yeah. And I was like, maybe I'll enjoy it. Man, I really like this movie, yeah, a lot. We'll talk. I want to talk a little bit eventually about. I want to compare it to Spider Man, okay. But I leave that out for right now. I I had such a good time with this movie. I wasn't expecting for it to for the comedy to hit as well as it right. did. Um, did you observe, did we notice the fact that I saw it twice? Yes. Like I don't, you don't do that. Like I have a really busy schedule Yeah. and I haven't seen, like there's other movies that I haven't seen, you know? And so it's pretty unusual when I'm down to see it a second time. Mm. Um, and what I observed, what I noticed after it was over was how hard I laughed at the jokes that I had already seen. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I knew it was coming and I still laughed. Um, and also, I don't know if you felt this way. Like that's a long movie. Yeah. It went quick. Yeah. Like I did not notice, you know, that it, that it was a long movie. 
uh, there's there's a lot of really interesting things. I like I like. It's a shame that he's such a douche in real life because I, I I liked him as the Flash. He was amazing. It, or yeah. they, yeah, were, they, they were they amazing. were amazing. Yeah. Are we sure that they're still a douche? Like, are they are they maturing? Are they learning from their mistakes? Like, are they evolving as a human being? Like, can you salvage this? Like, can they be? Like, are we going to go see Flash two? I mean, I guess we'll see how it does. Uh, I don't know. I think there were some problems on the red carpets with him. Really? I don't remember exactly what, but... All right, well, let's move off of that because yeah. that's not really fair. We we don't usually... Well, I, I think, honestly, I I was talking with Encyclopedia Brown, and, and he was like, the reason that he felt that it wasn't... There wasn't as many people out is because of the Ezra Miller stuff. Yeah, could be. And I said, yeah, I get it. Like, I don't want to necessarily support him for him, but hundreds of other people made this movie. Right. You know, it's not just him. He didn't write, direct, and star. He's one aspect of they. this film. They yep. are one aspect of this. Sorry. Right. Um, so. No, you're right. And we, we've we've come across that. A number of times with actors that we don't care for. Right. But you're right. There's It takes a whole hundreds of people to make this movie. All right. Well, let's get into the movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Uh, man, I, this is like one of the coolest Batman movies <laughs> right, ever. Right, right, right. Right? Like just straight at the beginning, like with the hospital stuff and yep. the Batman. I was like, I want more Affleck Batman. Yeah. Like what? Like. This is so much cooler than Batman vs Superman. So much cooler than Justice League. Like this is so cool. When he had the lasso of truth on his yeah. hands, and he's like, "I have a large ego that does not allow me to accept compliments." <laughs> so when Flash is like, he's like trying to, he's like, "Just, just let it go. Just, just let it go." <laughs> like he's clearly embarrassed. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed so much of this. I thought some like so apparently the director has come out this weekend. And said, like, if you're looking at some of the visuals and you're like, why is it kind of rubbery or goofy or whatever? And he said that was intended, like, to give it more of a kind of like um, into the Spider-Verse feel mm -hmm. where it was, you know, a little not real. A little more surreal. Yeah. Because the babies don't look, like, super real. Well, also, I thought about the babies, like, I thought it was great that the babies did not look real because nobody wants to see a real baby right. dropping 20 stories right. <laughs> from a ball of fire. I love what he's done to the ladies. Just like, ah, yeah, she yeah. won't stop She's still screaming. screaming. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> I was disappointed when she stopped screaming to take the baby. You know, like I thought it would have been funnier if she just kept screaming. You should probably talk to a psychiatrist. We're not good at that part. Right. <laughs> yeah, no, it was, see, that was so, like, that hit on so many levels. Like, yeah. Was that, you know, tongue in, not tongue in cheek, but like, was that a double, like Ezra Miller, like talking about, you know, because mm. he's, they're the one who delivers the line that says you should seek the help of a mental professional, mental <laughs> health professional. We're not great at that yet. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I felt that was, that really like hit on a couple of different levels. So I had a, uh, I watched it with Mark this morning. Yeah. He made a really astute observation. Ooh. Did you notice how well they changed up the they the music when Michael Keaton during the fight scenes 
was very Tim Burton. It was Tim Burton oh, music. It was yeah. very consistent with the 89 Batman. And then when they switched over to Flash, it was this this movie's soundtrack. Like, And it wasn't... I didn't even notice it the first time. But just like after he pointed it out, I really was blown away at how not only the fact that they that they made that effort you know to link not only is that michael keaton as batman but he's got the batman soundtrack from 1989 yeah you know but so not only did were they smart enough and thoughtful enough to make that to do that but the way they did it was seamless you know what i mean when the camera then swung back around to something with the flash it didn't feel awkward it didn't feel like it was switching it was just an incredibly subtle but noticeable you know, different soundtrack, incredibly well done. Yeah. I wasn't sure how I was going to feel about the 89 Batman universe being pulled into this. Right. But I kind of love it. Yeah. It works really well without tainting or anything to the old 89. I like the idea of that. Like we never saw any more of him because he was successful. Right. He, he's, Crime, crime. Yeah, Gotham's, Gotham's one of the safest cities in the world. Yeah, so he didn't have to Batman anymore. Yeah, why would he? Yeah, so I and, and I also like the idea that because I think up until this point, everyone kind of assumed it was a James Bond scenario with Batman, mm, right? Right. Through Val Kilmer, right? And now they're like, no, mm. it ended with Batman Returns. That was the end of what we have seen of this Batman. Or I guess there's comics in it, but whatever. But um, it's great. I loved, uh, what's her name as, as Superwoman, Supergirl. Mm-hmm. I don't know which, which wordage they're going to go with it, but I thought she was great. I thought her story was great. The biggest surprise of the whole movie was the growth of the character of the Flash. Yeah. Because I don't feel like our heroes grow as much as they used to right. anymore. And just the fact, it, just from him, like, interacting with himself and realizing like, Oh wait, I'm annoying. <laughs> that, like, was, that was a funny moment too. Yeah. It was, it was deep and insightful, but also delivered in a funny way. Yeah. And the more that it goes on, you can see the more that he stops being right. The person that even at the beginning of the movie, right. That he still is. Right. Um, so good. So this movie's great. And the, okay. So let's compare it to, we've got two. Well, Okay. Before we compare it to Spider-Man, I want to compare it to Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Okay. Before we start comparing it to other titles, okay. I have one last comment yeah. that I think you'll be interested to hear just about the movie itself. Yeah. I saw this movie at Comic-Con. Yeah. They edited the version that I saw differently. What? Oh, at CinemaCon. Yeah. At, at, what did I say? Comic-Con. Oh, I'm sorry. At CinemaCon, I saw it. Mm-hmm. The version I saw, the end was totally different. Really? We never saw George Clooney. Really? So the the car, the Batmobile or the Mercedes, whatever you call it, the Bat Mercedes pulls up and all the reporters glom around the car. Mm-hmm. And then the camera goes to ben, Barry, Barry Allen. And then you see his face like, look, confused and then like unsure of himself. And then he goes, who the fuck is this? And then it goes black. Credits roll. Oh. So they kept that as a nice little sort of surprise, That's which cool. I thought was really interesting. Yeah. Like, so today I'm really grateful that I saw it for a second time for a lot of reasons, mostly because I loved it. Cause you wouldn't have known. I wouldn't have known. Yeah. You know, and even when I was in the Penn cinema concession back room talking to Noah and Nolan and Brooke, and they were like, how about George Clooney? I would have been like, what? Yeah. You know, 
Yeah, like, so, yeah, that'd be crazy. And I thought that there. that interaction with George Clooney and Barry Allen was great. Like, right. and it was perfect because you know they they nodded to so many other Batmans. And you here's know, the thing too, and Supermans with Clooney. Like, okay, if hypothetically, if this is technically the new DCU, mm-hmm. whatever, and I think if it is, and they keep things as they are, it's. I don't think it's the same as the Batman and Robin universe, right? But if they keep, I, I am totally cool with Clooney as Batman. Sure, for like, for supporting roles of the Flash, or yeah. you're saying as an as a whole well, other Batman in movie in this like line, right? right if right. he's going to be in the background as Batman yeah. or whatever, now, I don't think he needs. To, but even, but I'm also saying that if he's Batman, he wouldn't be the same quirky, right, 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 bat nipple, bat credit card, yeah. Batman that was in, yeah. But like, <laughs> I also think with age, Clooney's become more of a badass. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. All right. So you wanted to compare this to Doctor Strange. Yeah. So what I think that this movie did, and I, I'm curious because this movie was delayed like a, a bunch, and they kept working on it. I wonder. If Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness came out, and there were so many things when I don't know if you remember when that movie was coming out, they were like, "We're going to get Iron Man played by Tom Cruise." Mm, like every right, time right, right. somebody was like rumored to act as something, we're going to get like that version of them. And then the movie came out, and we didn't. Right, we didn't get any any. I mean, we got the Illuminati, but it's short, and it wasn't right. This movie did what I think everyone thought and expected Multiverse of Madness to do. And that's not 20-minute, you know, talks with everybody from every universe, but they showed they showed uh, all the old inter- iterations of, of the characters from Adam West mm-hmm. to, um, was it Adam West's dad who played Batman? I don't know. I, uh, before him, uh, you've got the no, no, not on Westad. It was um, complete Superman. Yeah, George Bennett. Yeah, that's not it. But no, it's something it like was, that. Um, who played who, Christopher Reeve's dad? Yeah, played Superman, right. in, like on TV. Yeah, before Christopher Reeve's. Right. And then they have the Christopher Reeve's with Supergirl, mm-hmm. which is a nice inclusion because mm-hmm. her movies like uh, always forgotten. forgotten. But then you've got. Superman played by Nicolas Cage, which mm-hmm. was a huge thing. Yeah. Which, which did you know? I had to have Mark remind me of this. Nicolas Cage was it was huge, and yeah. when I saw it at Comic Con in CinemaCon, the whole place screamed, you know, applauded. Yeah. Eric Stoltz, what's the guy's name? Do you know who that is? The the, the Back to the Future conversation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you know he was supposed to, and in fact, shot some footage for Back to the Future? Oh, I didn't know that. I did not even know that was a real guy. Yeah, I was like, I don't even know that name. Yeah, well, yeah. apparently it is a real guy, and apparently he was cast in Back to the Future before Michael J. Fox. Oh. So the fact that they did that whole conversation, which, by the way, was, was hilarious. freaking hilarious. Yeah. I was dying. Some of the dialogue you know, in this movie is great. What was what they were like uh Tom Cruise in um something that was totally wrong and then they were like, "Oh no, that was George Clooney was in, you know, yeah. the gay volleyball beach movie." And the other guys like Top Gun, <laughs> you know. <laughs> like um but anyway, my point is the fact that Eric Stoltz is a real guy who almost got that role really added in an element to appreciate Nick Cage appearing as Superman. Right. You know, yeah. So funny. Yeah. So I think that that's 
what we. So you think? Are you trying to say that you think that this film learned some lessons from Doctor Strange? I think so. Yeah. I think they made. They had the time. I think they made the edits. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah. Now I want to compare it to into the spider or right. across the Spider Verse. But one last thing before you yeah, do yeah. that, I love what this movie did. For I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say genre, even though I know that's not correct. I love what this movie did for the genre of movies that have multiverses in them. Mm. You know the 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 conversation about spaghetti and timelines. Yeah. Like just in general, like I just love all that stuff. You know the fact that you know. There are multiverses, but there's always a, you know, something that has to be, you know, there's, there's anchor points. Yeah. Um, so anyway, that is a nice segue right into your comparison with Spider-Man. Right. I'm guessing. Yeah. Uh, well, my comparison with Spider-Man here is, uh, I really like this movie and, and I, I will watch it again, but you know, we got these two multiverse movies out. I don't, something's different. Like Spider-Man I've already seen it twice, and I'm already in the, my my mind. I'm like, I cannot watch, wait to watch this movie okay. again. I don't feel that this movie has the same level of rewatchability that into the Across the Spider Verse has. I 100% agree. I think Across the Spider Verse is one of the most original, fresh, entertaining, enjoyable movies that I've seen in years. Yeah. My take on the Flash is like this is the best superhero movie I've seen in a long time. Right. Thank you. That's yeah. Like I want to watch it again after I watch it again at some, like whenever that is months from now or weeks yeah. or whatever, like, but then I could probably go like a long time without seeing it. Again. Probably till flash two. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so the flash, I mean, best movie ever. Best movie ever. Yeah. Easy. So what are we watching next week? Well, I mean, next week, the only new release is no hard feelings starring Jennifer Lawrence, the R rated oh. comedy. Yeah, I, I'm up for something different. Yeah, something new. Yeah. So that's yeah. what we'll watch next week. And bada bing, bada boom. Bada bing, bada boom. Cool. All right, let's move on to listeners, notes, questions, answers, comments, suggestions. Wow. We had a doozy this week. Let me just start before we even get into the doozies because I got a secret. <gasps> I got a secret feedback. What? With the, you know, that secret email we don't tell everyone oh, about. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So I get somebody wrote in on that secret line. Oh, yeah. Hey. Yeah. Marley Bear. Oh my goodness. Marley Bear are first of all our official number one fan. Yeah. Clearly. Obviously. One of the few people that sat in on more episodes. Right. And actually she has writing credits on like easily a half dozen of our shows. Right. Right. Yeah. You know. The ones that ChatGPT doesn't do. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so anyway, Marley wrote in and yeah. was like, Brah. <laughs> Brah. <laughs> Brah. You're choosing <laughs> up teams. And David's choosing Top no, who did you choose? Frodo. Frodo. And you're choosing top ten Sarah. You forget who really is the number one on either of your teams is Marley Bear. Wow. So let's let's set the record straight. You know, we can we can choose up Frodo on one team and Sarah on another team, but the the sort of uh overarching like king of the chessboard. Yeah. Well, is it kind of like when you're doing math, right? And like you can, if it's divisible by, you know, you can take right. the one digit off. Right, right. You know, it's like 10 and 10. It's right. like, oh, it's right, right. one. That right. doesn't make any sense. Now, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, anyway, I just want to say shout out wow. to the number one OG fan. Yeah. Wow. The big one. Marley Bear. Wow. 
So, well, so as you were saying before yeah. I interrupted you, mm. this was a hell of a week. We got some of the best feedback. I can't wait to get to it. Yeah. Okay. Let's start off with top 10, Sarah. And by that, I mean, uh, hold on. Which I heard this song come on the radio when I was driving. I almost lost my mind. Get out of town. Yeah. It's the final countdown. This version on the radio? <laughs> no, I missed it. What? <laughs> the best one. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. She says, little known fact, I mm. was a dancer from my entire childhood and can teach both <laughs> of you how to tap dance. Shuffle step, flap, ball, change, time step, no, buffalo no. step. I, I know, know them all. all. So get your tap shoes and let's do this. Another little little known fact. Wait, every, before, I don't mean whoa. to interrupt. She's probably the only person in her family that could do. I mean, you well, can't have that no, much talent. talent. Talent doesn't get spread no. You don't out. just you don't just have that across the yeah. board. And she's the younger one, so clearly they saved. Right, her. obviously. Right. Yeah. But wait a second. Everyone's favorite sister also knows all of these things too. What? That doesn't make any sense. I mean, Frodo may be a Tetris master, but is that better than being a tap Jedi? <laughs> wow. A tap Jedi. This is a challenge. You heard set it here first. Watch out. I have, a, I have a different challenge for Top 10 Sarah. Oh my gosh. You know, Top 10 Sarah is my, she's the best. Yeah. But I'm just saying, if you think you can teach me to dance, well, here's, here's, you must be drunk. Here's my thing. The way that she laid it out, and I think you were like, I will die before I tap dance. Is this a threat? Is this a threat or a yeah. promise? Yeah. I feel like yeah. I don't know what. She, she's teaching you. Like, you have to die after you tap dance? I forget the record. Has she met both of us? Yeah, I know yeah, yeah, I've yeah, met yeah, her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. So she knows what she's dealing with. Yeah, she, There's no way she could get us tap dancing. She's, she's, got, she's borrowed dune books. You know that cat that we almost, almost, almost always, always sit on. Right, almost. Right. She has better luck teaching that cat to tap dance. Like, Why don't you teach? Forget us. Right. You want to impress me, teach the cat. Right. You can't, pay, you can't teach these old dogs new tricks. But what about a real dog? Hannah right, right, right. needs to learn how to right. tap dance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Either the cat or Hannah. You get yeah. one of them tap one shoes. Of the I'll be impressed. Yeah, come on. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then we heard from everyone's favorite sister. That was who great. Was like, yeah. Guess what? <laughs> exact same facts. Right. And the sisters were like, Pfft. Oh my God, that was great. <laughs> All right. Now. Are we going to stay on everyone's favorite yeah, sister? Let's go. Yeah. You, you hit it. Okay. So everyone's favorite sister wrote in. Now, this was a little tough to read. I mean, sad. We don't always like to get heavy on the show. We try to keep it light. Yeah. But I think we're all mature enough. We have the emotional fortitude. Some of us. We can handle it. I cry like a potato. No, absolutely. Me too. I don't know what potato means. <laughs> but if, it, if it means I cry a lot, then yeah. Yeah, yeah, We yeah. got a lot of eyes. Definitely. So there's oh, tons right. of tears. Gotcha. <laughs> what was I crying at? I was crying at something the other day. I couldn't believe it. I was watching. Oh, I was at a Grateful Dead concert. And they played Ripple. They encored Ripple. It wasn't Whoa. the Grateful Dead, I know, but just for simplicity's sake, the remaining members mm. have a band called Dead and Co. Right. And um, I, I teared up twice, twice during this twice. concert. Twice. <laughs> I bit my tongue when I said that. All right. Anyway, so brace yourselves because mm. we're going to get a little deep right here. We're going to get we're going to get a little heavy. Know, Everyone's favorite sister wrote in and said, "I have a horrible confession to make." <gasps> so immediately, I stopped what I was doing. Mm. Put on my robe and my collar. 
<laughs> you, got, you got out your 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 bubbly right. <laughs> pipe, right. Right. <laughs> which <laughs> I keep my robe and my collar next to my desk for just such an occasion. Right. You yeah. might be surprised how many times people write me, and it starts with, "I have a horrible confession to make," <laughs> but never once. Oh, you were going priest. I was thinking smoke jacket with oh. with Sherlock Holmes pipe. Sherlock Holmes. No, no, no. How come nobody ever writes in and says, like, I have a great confession to make? <laughs> it's always a horrible confession. Right, right. <laughs> right. Okay, so everyone's favorite sister, which, by the way, she is everyone's favorite sister. She wrote in and said, I have a horrible confession to make. <laughs> I tried to watch Into the Spider-Verse, and I just couldn't get through it. The animation style, Frodo, cover your ears. The animation style isn't my favorite, and I find it hard to watch visually. No. However... After your rave reviews on the new movie, I'm going to give it another shot. Look, everyone's favorite sister needs to understand that I get it. Yeah. Because at first it's abrasive. Right. But if you watch it till the other characters show up and then you realize that their an because I bet she didn't get yep. that far. Yeah. Their animation is different mm-hmm. and it's not ju- it's like a choice. Yeah. I'm going to I'm going to make a I, I agree with what you just said. Mm. And I'm going to make a statement. Yeah. And you're going to howl and make fun of me. And you might not even believe me, Mm. but I'm going to make an analogy. Mm. I had the same experience when I started reading Flashpoint, the graphic novel that Mark gave me. You didn't like the art. Like at first, I found it really hard to read. I found the art, like I couldn't like. But I get that. And then I like when I when I first started really getting in the book was when I was on an airplane flying to Kansas city and I was undistracted. I was settled in and I read the book and once I got going on it and got used to it, I loved it. See, this is what I think you've just tied into something that I think that you might not have experience with until now. Yeah. But people who read comics have, they're like fans of certain artists and this is exactly it because certain artists, because comic media is a different type of reading that involves the visuals of sure. it's it's different. Right. And it has a different rhythm. Yeah. Sometimes the the artist can change your ability to enjoy the story. Yeah. So she didn't stop there. Oh. <laughs> she wrote, I know I'm late to the party. Now, first of all, let me let's just clarify this. Everyone's favorite sister. You are never late to the party. It's not a party till you get here. Yeah. Everyone's favorite sister arrives precisely when she means right to. exactly and yeah. that moment by definition is when the party starts right right okay but she forgot that so she wrote in and she said i know i'm late to the party but nope david i'm gonna read this but can you just what are we what are we referencing here five nights at freddy five nights at freddy's right 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 okay i know i'm late to the party but nope as someone who spends a decent amount of time at theme parks, I am 100% not watching a movie where the animatronics kill everyone. I tried watching the trailer, which I knew was going to be a mistake, but I thought, how bad could it be? How bad? Bad. Bad was the answer uh, to that question. Uh, 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 I didn't know. <laughs> what is it, what's the legal? There's a legal phrase like question asked, question answered. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, like, yeah. like how bad could it be? Bad. Bad was the answer to that question. Made it to the glowing eyes, and that was it. Done. Out. I mean, I know the small world animatronics wouldn't kill anyone. She's referring to Disney World, I think. Mm-hmm. Um I know the small world animatronics wouldn't kill anyone, but some of the Pirates of the Caribbean look pretty sketchy. So, no thank you. Wow. I'm, I, 
I hear where she's coming from, but I'm I'm still gonna watch Five Nights at Freddy's. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. But I hear you, especially someone who spends a lot of time at and around amusement parks. Right, like you do. Yeah. So that was cool, and we we got some other random notes, but yeah. we also we got. Ever? We yeah. also got a voice memo. This is interesting. This Speaking is, of hearing people. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like, this is, now we're actually going to hear somebody. And, you know, it's one of the <laughs> things where the abacus, he's like, you could, you're going to have to trust me on this. <laughs> and don't, neither of you need to, to know what's about to happen. So what are we saying? We're saying that, that we are about to listen did to. Did you notice how he signed his email, too? No. Because you always call him by something. Yeah. So. Oh, my God. <laughs> all, all, oh, the, all the O's oh are real big God. in his name. Because he's I he always called the I O. saw that, but I just saw it was like a quirky sign-off. I didn't yeah. I didn't put two together. Yeah. Now you know. All right. Here we go. This is, this is sent to us by the Abacus in response to episode 220. Hello, David and Penn. This is the Abacus. In the last episode that I heard, you gave me an assignment. This was episode 220. Here I sit on June 14th, and I am answering the call. Here is the assignment. How excited have we been all year for Spider-Man? Oh, my gosh. Right? So excited. Spider-Man, colon, across the Spider-Verse. Right. We have been, we have been, this, I think when this trailer came, now we'll have to ask, the abacus. Yeah. Whoa. I, I, yeah. <laughs> abacus finally taking yep. Big O's place. Yep, yep. And the crowd goes crazy. Yeah. Um, we'll have to ask the Big O, I mean, abacus. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to ask him, but I believe when this trailer dropped, we said something along, or at least I said something along the lines of, this is my new most anticipated movie of the year. Mm, yeah. Which then shortly later got replaced by Joyride. Well, well, well. I break it to you, Pen. But in episode 201, at the, wait, let me look it up, 40, uh, 47 and 22 second <laughs> minute, you were reviewing the trailers for that week, the very week that the Spider Man trailer dropped. And you listed your top three trailers of that week, of which Spider Man was not even <laughs> Completely. All right. Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. My trailer of the week. Really? Yes. <laughs> my second runner-up would be Cocaine Bear. Yeah. And my third would surprise you is Mafia Mama. Okay. But wait. It gets worse. Two minutes and 42 seconds later, Penn redeems himself. And corrects the absence of the Spider-Verse movie. <laughs> However, he still does not place it at the number one spot. Oh, Listen. Geez. There's minutes left to this. He called you out hard. I skipped over my second. Cocaine Bear is not my runner-up. <gasps> Spider-Verse is my runner-up. That's, okay. that's an amazing trailer. Oh, God. Yeah. Jeez. My God, everybody relax. <laughs> everybody relax. <laughs> Un- untype that email that you paused well, the show. Two episodes later, in episode 203, Penn lists his top 10 most anticipated films oh my God. of 2023. <laughs> and 
Spider-Man into the across the Spider-Verse or whatever it's called is not the top. It's the third, the third most anticipated <laughs> movie of 2023. Here we go. My number three is Spider-Man. My number two is Mission Impossible. Okay. And my number one, Barbie. Christopher Nolan, oh. Oppenheimer. Pen, I just have one question for you. <laughs> oh, Why do you do this to me? <laughs> Why? I want to earn more free tickets to your theaters, not get permanently banned. Why do you do this? Please, please stop requesting the abacus. I don't want you to be wrong. I would rather David be wrong. That's what I want. I ghosted David for 10 years of my life to avoid him. I actively tried to kill him by cutting his brakes and blaming it on his mechanic. I wish you were right, Pen. I wish it with all my heart. There was yet another request in this very episode. In 220, the previous episode, another request. I call BS on this. I, I, Bullshit. The, the hot topic joke is something I've done before. I'm sure you have. Yeah. Not on the show. Oh, <laughs> 100%, it comes from the show. Abacus, Bring it back out, me Abacus. up. Back me up. Big O, back. Ben, I will not. I will not answer this one. I can't do it to you. I cannot do that to you twice in one episode. You will not like the answer. You will not like the hot topic answer, and I will not answer it. Abacus, out. <laughs> That was great. <laughs> oh, my God. That was perfect. All right. Way to go, All right. Abacus. I, you're blown away. I'm ble- completely well, how you blown away. How do you feel about blown. being called out? This is the first time. <laughs> right, right. right. This is the first time ever on the show yeah. that anybody has <laughs> ever commented on me being wrong about something. Right. I'm, it's blown, so, I'm blown away. It's so strange. <laughs> it's such an unusual feeling. <laughs> Whatever will I do? I'm going to have to rethink my whole yeah. identity. Well, we'll give you a week. We'll come back to it. Because people always feel. ask me, like, you know, who are you? And I always say, I'm the guy that's usually right. Yeah. You know? Um, most, almost every time. Almost always. Yeah. Point, <laughs> right. You're like point out of time. Right. Yeah. I'm nothing if not perfect with my memory. <laughs> Such a great memory. I, I, I think what made this so enjoyable was like at first I was like starting to like get really upset because I was like, oh, my God, I'm always wrong. And <laughs> Abacus hates me. And then I started realizing, no, I'm looking at this completely wrong. Abacus is on my side. He's desperately trying to help me. He's on my side. But he just I just can't you're, you're just knocking yourself down. Now here's the thing. Here's yeah, yeah. what here's what we're gonna do. I'm okay. gonna I am gonna take a position. Okay. I'm throwing down the gauntlet. What? Yes, no, I am. Now first let's clarify something. Yeah, 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 yeah. For the hard work that he has already put in to proving me wrong. I will leave Abacus in an envelope downstairs in the manager's oh office under the name Abacus. Okay. Under no other name. No other name. It will say Abacus Not on the, the envelope. <laughs> there will be four tickets <gasps> for you to, to use at your leisure. Nice. Or as they say in England, your leisure. Mm. But this is the gauntlet that I'm... So that's... 
hard stop. That's hard, a separate thing. Hard stop. Yeah. New thing. Okay. I'm doubling down. I stand by my position. You have never made the hot topic joke on this show before. Now is this? Is this, this is free for all. Anybody it doesn't okay. have to be Abacus. Anybody who wants to write in a voice memo with a nice little <laughs> transition yeah. between. The, first of all, that was a really nice that was, touch. That was smooth. That was really that was nice. Um, anybody who wants to prove me wrong. Yeah. I'll give them four tickets as well. I don't think I'm wrong. I don't remember you ever making hot topic jokes on the show. <laughs> Maybe you make them in your life so I'm, frequently I'm you, that you think you've made hot topic <laughs> jokes on the show. I you make have them in not. in my regular life because I make them on the show. Negative. Neg- that's false. You're imagining that. That's going to be a David, harder one to we find. have gone down many alleys. Right, we have explored you, many fun alleys and found all kinds of stuff in there. I'm not that. F- I only got a couple jokes. <laughs> this is one of them. <laughs> all right. <laughs> okay. All right. I will even. Here's here's another thing. Mm. Podcast at pencinema.com. Yeah. I will even accept someone who wants to write in and express the opinion. I will take you at your word if you okay. want to write in and say that you have heard David Moulton make hot topic jokes other than the one that started this whole conversation. Right, okay. You know, previous to that, if you've heard David made hot topic jokes, A, you're wrong, but B, I would love to hear from you. Podcast at pencinema.com. I want to hear how funny they were. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. And not that's, just that I made them. that's the second part. How funny <laughs> were, were they, they or were they not? Because I'm guessing not. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> I said I had jokes. Right, I, right. I had good ones. Well, I never said anything about being funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. exactly. Oh, my God. That's great. All right, Penn, let's get on to what are you doing? What's going on outside of, the, outside of the theater? Did we cover the tuna fish sandwich joke that I heard from Kayla via Taylor Swift? Kayla? Kayla? No. She's currently abroad in Africa. No. Yes, she is in the town of Muchacos. That, that works in two ways. I know. She is abroad yeah, in Africa. Yeah, I, I was going to go right past that but I, on account I, of it being 2023. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> yeah. I was like, it's a, it's a short alley, but I'll see what's down here. <laughs> it's, it's more like a doorway. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's not much there. <laughs> anyway... Can I tell you this joke that yeah, yeah. I, I'm no, not please. I'm not sure if she heard it while she was at the Taylor Swift concert uh. or if she or if maybe it's Taylor Swift's joke or whatever. Taylor Swift probably called her. But I thought it was really funny. Yeah. All right. So Kat walks in a library mm. and says, I'll have a tuna sandwich. Okay. Librarian says, ah, this is a library. So the cat says, I'm sorry, I'll have a tuna fish sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> It's so simple, but I love it. It's so good. <laughs> I love it. It's so good. I love it. I do too. That's one of my new favorite wow. great jokes. So what have I been doing? What have I been? Uh, I reverence Amy and I celebrated 27 years of That's wedded insane. bliss. Yep. Wow. 27th wedding anniversary. Talk about being which, down the clown. Yep. Coincidentally, fell on June 15th, which is the day that Dead & Co. were performing a concert in Philadelphia. So we went down and enjoyed that. Yeah. I had a great time. Um, other than that, I, I said in the show notes, I have no idea what I've been doing. <laughs> I was at the beach. I yeah. did a half Iron Man. I saw the Grateful Dead, the new version. And I'm still reading. 
the book that I've been talking about for months now, Boys on the Boat. Yeah. Boys in the Boat. When he told me that, I said, wouldn't it be hilarious if someone wrote in and said that book's 100 pages long? Right. <laughs> like six months down the road. Right. And I said, but nobody would call me out on that. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. You've never been wrong. No, so, nobody yeah. ever likes to call and make fun of me. <laughs> um, well, just real quickly, Strange New Worlds came back for season two this week. And mm. let me tell you, as a Star Trek guy. Please. You know that I'm a Star Trek guy? Pew, pew. This, <laughs> this <laughs> show is so good, and it feels so fun and like exciting to watch. Mm. So I love it. Uh, then the other thing, just quickly, I saw Transformers Rise of the Beasts. I am painting this movie as aggressively okay. Okay. I'm going to say it is probably one of the best Transformer movies since the first one, mm-hmm. however, it is not. It's not awesome. It's not awesome. Okay. I was fine with the movie, but spoiler for this movie, which if you're going to see it, let's be real, you're not going to see it right. probably, right? Who, me? Yeah. No, I'm not going to yeah. see it. Um, the ending makes, the the whole movie I was like, eh, whatever, like I'm, a, I'm having a fine time. Like I don't regret seeing this, but it's nothing great. But the ending got me hyped. Nice. So the, so the, okay. so the guy. The right. Rise of the Beast 2. Rise of the Beast. Well, let me tell you. I'm going to tell you about it. Right? The guy. He's like, well, not not Rise of the Beast 2. He's like, he just save, helped save the world. He's trying for a job. And then it's like, turns out to be a secret government guy who's interviewing him. And you're thinking, because I know, you know Transformers lore. Sure. You're like, it's Sector 7. It's canon. That's been, yeah. Sector 7's been in all the movies. Like, it's got to be them recruiting him. World building. And he, and he's like, you want to join our, we're in a war. Like, you should join us. And the guy's like, I don't know if I want to do that. He's like, well, here's my card. Think about it. And then he opens up like a secret door and he walks yeah. out. And you're like, oh, wow. Looks that's like they're doing Sector 7 really cool. Then he looks at the card. Nick Fury. G.I. Joe. <gasps> oh, shit. Okay, that's pretty cool. Right? That's pretty cool. Yeah. So G.I. Joe Transformers crossover. That's pretty cool. Right? Okay. <laughs> like, all right. Yeah. Like it kind of, yeah. kind of like, uh, all right. Okay. Yeah. Like I kind of like that. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah. So, yeah. so should we apologize to the mystery gobble now or next week for the long episode? Uh, I don't think we should. We should yeah. That's, let's our, our email is podcast at pensima.com. If you want to be a part of the show, that's where you email us. Right. But also mystery gobble. If you want to send us a thank you note right. for blessing you right. this week with a little bit more time, right? podcast at pensima.com. Right. <laughs> yeah. But if you want to support the show, Penn, how would you go about doing that? Well, I was going to say modern dance, but I feel like we covered that last week. <laughs> <laughs> so I think the best thing is to just tell a friend. Just, 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 just don't do any more damage. No more. <laughs> just, just tell a friend. <laughs> yeah, just tell a friend. Please. Because we'll be back next week talking about that new Jennifer Lawrence movie. Which is called? Um... Jennifer Lawrence is in a movie <laughs> called No Hard Feelings. No Hard Feelings. <laughs> Can't wait. <laughs> All right. What's up for the Pencil Podcast? I'm David Bolton. What's up? <laughs> <laughs>Thanks for joining us this episode. Our hosts would love to hear from you. To contact the show with your thoughts and reviews, email podcast at pencinema.com. This podcast is a production of Penn Cinema. Escape to the movies at Penn Cinema, featuring crisp digital projection, killer sound, reserved seating, and premium power recliners. With locations in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, Wilmington, Delaware, and Huntington Valley, Pennsylvania. 
Showtimes and tickets available at www.pencinema.com.